Seven up, seven pezul, minwana pezul, that's what uh, they call it these days. I must be honest that uh, we were humiliated, we have not recovered, we won't recover now. Before you wonder where I am or what I'm referring to, I'm talking about the mighty men united who were an- annihilated 7-0 by Liverpool. Wherever you go, I saw on Monday people were wearing their Liverpool shirts with pride after that uh, awesome game on Sunday. But it is what it is. It is in the past. Some of us are still bruised. We're not going to dwell much on that one. This is the Team Spirit podcast, proudly brought to you by City Press. Uh, Week in, week out, we dissect issues. We have a new Minister of Sport. Not sure what he knows about sport, but yes, he's the the man in charge of our sporting fraternity. Uh, we'll talk a lot about him. It was announced on Monday night that uh, Zizi Godoa replaces Mr. Obituaries, uh, Mr. Minister Mutetwa, who finds himself out himself out in the cold. Unfortunately, it is what it is. This is the doing of government. Again, VAR on the spotlight. I saw a report that uh, SAFA and PSL seemed not to be uh, on the same wavelength on this issue. Big game for Sundowns this weekend, playing against the Al Ahli. That is the the rivalry that we know of uh, on the continent. Also, we're gonna touch a bit on NetBank Cup. This is NetBank. Uh, Tournament weekend, we'll see um, who's going to come out tops. We know there's that uh, issue of David and Goliath when it comes to NetBank uh, matches. Remotoi Madumera. Thanks, Spirit. Thanks for having me. And uh, hello to the listeners. So I hear you used to play Guaraguara with uh, the new Minister of Sports. Is this the game that he knows? How do you ask me such a question? I just arrived. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know that was the first thing that kicked in you know that was trending when president ramaphosa announced zizi Godwa as the new sports minister but yeah it's a case of let's wait and see what what credentials does he have i mean talking about sports credentials for him to be uh, to get the note you see, I'm using let's wait and see phrase because, uh, I mean, if ever it was someone who, you know, from the beginning had some sort of credentials to be the right man for the job, uh, we would be taking this conversation, you know, a different direction. Because, I mean, maybe let's look back at even his predecessors. I mean, the sports ministries, one department, I think, were politicians are just rewarding one another to say, you know, you've done your bit. On that other side, there's nothing much really to do except to just go out and, and, and gallivant. But at the same time, you know, our sports, if you look across uh, all the um, sports federation, I mean, you look at the umbrella body, uh, Saskog, there is some sort of need for funding, you know, for, uh, for the sake of the development of sports. And I think that's uh, exactly what is waiting for 
Ziziko uh, to do to really look into you know uh, funding funding of sports in the country. Yeah, we had even two last English years Minister of Sports at one eh, at one time. Eh? Yes, I mean you know you see those kind of uh, ministers. Remember, Ntatema Kenkesistofile, Ntatema Nde Balfo. Even at some point, I mean, out of nowhere, we had Metasa uh, uh, as well. I oh, mean, yo, you, yo, you yo, yo, yo. Well, at least you still remember them. <laughs> huh? uh, if if there's two things that uh, the new minister will have to look at urgently, uh, you touched on funding for for Saskog, for athletes. What should he prioritize now? Yeah, you see, uh, we've been preaching sports development in the country, and I think that's where, you know, uh, it should all begin. But uh, for the fact that we've been talking and talking and no implementation, I think it's about time to look at uh, what has been there already, you know, because I believe as much as, you know, nothing has virtually been done in a direction that we've been updated that, you know, this is up and running. We should be, he should be working on something to really come to a, a point of implement, implementation. And I'm saying the starting point maybe perhaps is to work with stakeholders like the Motsipe Foundation. We saw what it did with the uh, Department of Education in terms of partnership with school sports, etc. Et I think those are kind of foundations that are there for ZZ to work on to make sure that these things are implement, implemented because this country, uh, you know, spirit has been yearning for implementation more than anything. I mean, we are not here for, for, for any more talk shops. And I think, like I say, there's no way that ZZ should work on a clean slate, say, I'm going to do things my way. So we need an action man, someone who, because we've got policies, we've, we've had so many lekhotlas, uh, but we failed to implement the recommendations or the outcomes of those uh, workshops. But I think maybe let's give him a time, you, like you rightly say, only time will tell. Let's wait and see. This is what we always say uh, before the next one after wait and see is, going back through the room, but, you know, we know this is uh, our spot. Let's go to to the field of play. Let's start with Sundowns. They dropped two points uh, over the weekend against Ellis. Uh, what a game. Uh, but what surprised most was to see uh, Monawala Wambule back in the team once after it was, it was announced that they were suspended. Was he one of them? Is he one of the two players that were found to be in the wrong? Well, for starters, maybe let's give uh, credit to uh, Rulani for saying, uh, I mean, you don't hang your dirty linen in public. For him to sort of be cautious, uh, you know, when it comes to sharing with the public what is happening in the in the dressing room to say, you know, he'll never speak ill of his players. But we all know that, uh, you know, uh, we've had staff, there are sources out there telling us this is what happened and all that. So, you know, generally this whole thing, I think, um, you know, on the other side, uh, as a coach, that's how you uh, uh, you should treat uh, such issues. So, yeah, the public can have their own opinion we can have our own opinion and then, you know, but 
yeah, as 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 people who go out to dig, uh, exactly to check and um, you know to investigate it. But but uh, story. up until mm. when would coaches protect their players? Uh, will there be a time when they say? enough is enough because supporters will be asking questions what is happening there who why are, are we not seeing this and this player uh, and then we know the coaches will say i'm protecting our players but like you say there are always leaks uh, people will always get to know what is happening behind the scenes but should coaches at one point come out and say enough is enough uh, i'm i'm going to throw you to the wolves yeah, absolutely, because, uh, you know, at some point, it's sort of, uh, I think, for starters, much as he could have been expecting these questions, Rulani, um, you know, sometimes this thing will, uh, I mean, he was caught off guard. I think at, at, at one point, these things need, need to be addressed separately. Maybe that club should issue a statement, you know, to... Because uh, such stories sometimes they can destabilize the camp because the players themselves, the the, the, the the players' teammates are the ones who knows the fuller story and then you'll hear stories of uh, sometimes other players being demoralized because they know so-and-so will come at work, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. under the influence, but come match day, he's the first in the starting line. You know, those sort of things. We remember previously that's what used to uh, sort of cause divisions whenever Nguanawa Atsuenya so to uh, to was involved. It's a previous. case of favoritism as well that coaches have got their own players who they favor ahead of other players, irrespective of their discipline or ill-discipline behavior. Yes, I mean, this is something that has been happening in football for the longest time. There's no way, you know, you'll never hear stories of favoritism and stuff. And I think, yeah, for for, for coaches, to be fair, sometimes, uh, as well as, uh, I mean, with the support of their clubs, they must come out and uh, not just let things become scandalous, but, you know, the more they come out to address them and inform the public, especially the... Uh, the followers of such institutions, the better. But but are you are you surprised that Sundowns hasn't said anything anyway about this incident or incident uh, regarding two of their players? This has been the weakness of the club, I think. Um, uh, as far as you remember, there have been other incidents where Sundowns will just take forever. I mean, to respond to things, not that. You know, they should be pressurized on doing things. But, I mean, if it's something that is overshadowing what, Mm, mm. you know, the good job they are doing on the field, you know, the quicker, the better they address the situation. And, like, uh, by now, I I would have expected them to have issued a statement or addressed this thing officially in a press conference to say, this was the situation with Jali, true or false, and this is the way forward. Finally, on this issue, we saw Mboli coming in as a sub, caused them a, 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 a two points by considering that late penalty. Before that penalty, he was dispossessed, uh, still is nearly got uh, a goal and equalizer uh, from open play. Psychologically, do you think he was ready to feature in such a match after all that has happened to him? Yeah, you see those moments that you've just mentioned, uh, it says a lot about the uh, psychological 
aspect of the player during that match. I think, yeah, for someone who was trading, uh, trending and making the headlines for all the wrong reasons, he shouldn't, she shouldn't have featured at all in that match. But maybe perhaps the coach or the club was trying to prove us, to prove something to say, there's nothing wrong with the player, but it showed on the pitch at the end of the day. It backfired. Uh, sundowns ala Akhli, uh, I don't know, for the 18th time, they playing again this Saturday. They played to uh, a draw in Cairo. This weekend, they must be a winner. Will they be a winner? Hey, I'm expecting another cracker of a game bef- uh, between al Akhli and Sundowns, especially in Pretoria, you know. Sundowns have got a very decent record playing, uh, I mean, they are Kev Champions League campaign playing at home. So, yeah, I, um, I, I actually see a win for Sundowns, but I, I don't think it's going to be as open as it was in Cairo. I see a very narrow margin with uh, Sundowns winning on the other side. But, um, yeah, like I say, I don't see Sundowns losing to Al-Akli uh, in Pretoria. Uh, on the domestic front, Netbank Cup, uh, Goliath versus uh, David. Uh, who do you think will prevail? I see Chiefs are playing Kasserik, first division side. And which games are, which game in particular are you looking forward to? This Netbank Cup is about Dondol. So, yeah, this name, it, it seems like, you know, it's uh, the Baroka FC or the Tex of the time when, you know, they made all the surprises going all the way in this tournament. But, uh, yeah, I think the Friday match as well, Skukuni and Sean Bartlett, remember Cape Town Spurs are doing well, you know, uh, they are well on course uh, fighting for promotion in the in the Mutsipe Foundation Championship. So, but again, uh, the Pirates Venda Academy at Orlando Stadium, it's another, you know, exciting David uh, versus Goliath fixture. Yeah, so let's see. I I think from these fixtures that I've just mentioned, we'll definitely see an upset. And finally, a signing that happened outside of the window period, Ace Ngobo, going back to to the PSL. Now you've got uh, Victor Combs, Safa. These are two former referees. Do you see synergies? Do you think uh, the two would work together to take us to where we want to see our football, VAR? Yeah, you see, like uh, these are you know uh, big personalities in terms of the sport itself. People who've been there, they've got the knowledge of the sport. Remember, they are also coming from the business side, so they are not just only entirely about football. But, uh, yeah, I, w- I would think these are the people who have been involved with the institution itself, the uh, uh, the business of the PSL, the business of SAFA. So, but at the end of the day, it will boil down to their principles because, remember, at the end of the day, um, it, 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 there's always been a call for SAFA and PSL to work together. And I don't think it will just take them as individuals to really get this going when the principles are, you know, continuously become, uh, continue to become oil and water. Do you think our new minister will be able to bring them together? I just arrived Ziziko Odwa. Let's see if he'll handle this one because all have failed before him. 
Well, we have not just arrived. We've come to the end, arrived at the end, at the end of our uh, podcast for this weekend, uh, for this week. Please don't forget to always go to our social media platforms and go to www.citypress.co.za for all the hits and misses of the week. Thank you and goodbye.